0: everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlisle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me. A wise yogi once said, you are only as young as your spine is flexible. Now, I believe this is a statement of fact. If we can no longer bend easily, Or get down on the floor and rise up again, then we have lost our flexibility and our youth. There is no reason why we each cannot age with strength and flexibility. This is the outcome of good eating and good habits. I believe self-care should always be the priority. Keeping the bones healthy and flexible is part of daily care. Let me begin by starting with the tissues of the body according to Ayurvedic theory. There are seven tissues in the body. The first one is rasa or plasma. The second is rakta, or blood. The third is mamza, or muscle tissue. Then comes meda, which is fat tissue. And then the one we will focus on today is asti, or the bone tissue. After asti comes maja, marrow and nerve tissue. And finally, shukra, which is the reproductive tissue. When we consume food or any nutritive product, it goes first to the number one tissue, rasa. And then rakta, mamsa, meda and finally down through asti, maja, and chukra. So the health of each tissue depends upon the health of the tissue above it. Therefore, health of the asti, or the bone tissue, is very dependent on the health of the rasa, the rakta, the mamza, and the meda. Now we're going deep into the tissues of the body. So we can see that nourishment from the food and the quality of the food is so vital to get to these deeper tissues. Disease in the deeper tissues is very difficult to treat. Disease is reflected in the tissues governed by the three doshas. Kapha rules the plasma, the muscle, the fat, the marrow, and reproductive. Pitta rules the blood. And finally, vata diseases involve the bone tissue. So we have to keep vata in the bones balanced if we want to maintain the health of the bone tissue. Let's look at some symptoms of bone deficiency so we can easily identify when there is a problem in the bones. For instance, white spots on the fingernails, and I've had them, and sometimes we also see ridges or in the fingernails. Fingernails may become brittle or maybe teeth, we get teeth cavities. Gums may become sensitive to cold. These are all signs of diseased oste or bone tissue, often through lack of calcium, magnesium, and zinc. Hair loss can also be related to some of these mineral deficiencies. Decreased bone tissue can also cause arthritis and osteoporosis. When the oste or the bone tissue is increased rather than decreased, there is more calcium deposited in the bone. Calcium can also be deposited elsewhere in the soft tissues of the body, as say on the lungs or other organs. Sometimes people may take too many calcium supplements. And with supplements, it's very hard to say whether we are taking too little or too much, which is why I always think it is best to eat the proper food rather than take supplements. If we are going to take supplements, be sure not to take them every day. Take regular breaks from the supplements to allow the body to take what is needed and what is necessary from the food. So back to increased calcium intake. Eating too much wheat and dairy increases the oste or the bone tissue. Excess calcium can create arteriosclerosis an increased possible heart attack there can be too much calcium deposited on the muscles as well muscle fiber can become inflamed causing a person to have many aches and pains With excess bone tissue, we can also see calcification on the joints. Scoliosis can occur, even bone spurs, even hypothyroidism. So let's look more closely at the bone tissue itself. We know the important minerals are stored in the bones, and that's calcium and phosphorus. When we need these resources, the bones release them into the body. Also, many cells in the blood are formed within the bone tissue, such as platelets, red and white blood cells. And we all know the bones serve As protection for the organs in the body. What is most amazing about bones is they rejuvenate themselves. Bone tissue heals much faster than muscle tissue, as evidenced by the healing of a fracture or a break, as opposed to a muscle tear, which takes so much longer. To heal, so bone building continues throughout a lifetime. The body constantly reshapes and remakes the bone tissue. Our bone density or bone mass is one of the best ways to measure bone health low bone mass can lead to osteoporosis. If not that low, it can be qualified as osteopenia, which makes the bones weak. This can also be an inherited trait, or it can happen as a result of undeveloped bone tissue during youth. If you have discovered that you have low bone density, there are things you can do to improve this condition, namely eat food, eat foods that contain calcium. Get adequate amounts of vitamin D exposure from the sun or use a transdermal vitamin D, that can be applied and absorbed by the skin. Weight-bearing exercises are extremely important in the prevention of osteoporosis. Hip fractures are common in many women over the age of 65. However, Contrarily, we are designed to have sturdy bones from youth to old age. The bones are intimately connected to each other to enhance overall performance. In weight-bearing exercise, when we put strain or stress on the leg bone, for instance, we are not only building that bone, but we are also positively affecting the bone density in the spine and the shoulder and elsewhere in the body. Regular stress on the bones is essential in maintaining strong bones. Just think of the astronauts in space, they lost bone density because of their weightlessness in space. In addition, the immunity of the body is also connected to bone health. Remember the bone marrow cells make the white blood cells in the bones. So many unrelated diseases also end up with osteoporosis because it is in the cells. Risk factors for osteoporosis will also be the same for heart disease. Let's look at some of the risk factors. Osteoporosis runs in the family If you are fair-skinned with blue eyes, you naturally have less collagen in your skin and bones than a black woman who would tend to have thicker bones and more collagen stores than Caucasian women. Those with slight build and less than 18% body fat Are more prone to osteoporosis. After perimenopause, the body pulls estrogen from the fat, as mentioned in my previous episode on balancing weight after menopause. If, like many people, you spend very little time outdoors in the sun, There may be a deficiency of vitamin D. This is necessary for healthy bone formation. A sedentary lifestyle with less than four hours on the feet and no weight-bearing exercise will eventually decrease bone density. On the other hand, overtraining without adequate calories or the appropriate minerals in the diet can also result in stress fractures. If one drinks too much alcohol, this will eventually adversely affect the bones. This habit also. Overstresses the liver, which in turn harms bone health. Intake of too much caffeine can result in chronic calcium deficiency. Caffeine itself causes the body to excrete calcium in the urine. Taking drugs, like steroids, breaks down the collagen in the skin and the bones. But most important in my mind is diet. If you are consuming little fresh food or green veggies and more processed food, you are at risk for osteoporosis. We can start by supporting and building our bones at any age. Start with cutting back on caffeine and alcohol. Research has shown that those who drink green or black tea have stronger bones. That's a good option. Choose a plant-based diet, emphasizing leafy greens. Use spices like ginger, cumin, cinnamon. And make sure you eat good fats like olive oil and ghee. Eat less bitter, astringent, and pungent foods but eat some fermented foods to build that gut bacteria chronic stress and depression also leads to bone loss you manage this with regular meditation even 5 minutes of silence is a wonderful way to begin Regular exercise and weight-bearing exercise not only helps build bone tissue, but manages anxiety and stress and depression. And last but not least, oil massage, or Abhyanga, as we call it in Ayurveda, is a great way to reduce stress and nourish the bones. There are many Ayurvedic oils on the market designed for this purpose. Take care of your bones, and your bones will support you throughout your life. There is no reason why not to be flexible at any age. My affirmation for today I nourish and support my bones throughout my life. I nourish and support my bones throughout my life. Thank you so much for joining me. Please come again next week. And blessings to you all.